0: hey everybody it's mike jeff for chicago jazz magazine chicagojazz.com and welcome to another episode of around town today we've got sam robinson on trumpeter i think you've seen him on this show maybe about a year ago or so if i'm correct but i am happy to have him back on of course he's got a new recording out called be with me live at the east gate cafe in oak park the uh wonderful club that's now closed but luckily he recorded before they closed so Sam how are you great to see you again and congratulations on the new
1: recording. Thanks yeah it's great to see you again Uh, I had a great time when we did uh, our interview the first time so I was I was happy to uh, meet up with you again yeah every everything's going well thanks for asking.
0: Well and you know you're always playing and you're also always recording apparently so you've got this you've got this new yeah, well, you you know, you've got this new recording out. Be with me. And I love yeah. the fact that it's live. So it was done live at the Eastgate Club. And, you know, there's something about going in the studio and making yeah. sure things sound perfect and really dialing in compositions and dialing in everything. There's yeah. another thing to hear that live performance and hear the energy and hear the interaction without a bunch of takes. It's just like, here it is. That was this, it. Yeah. yeah, and, and you know, for for you, when you went through this whole recording process. Did you even expect to record it cuz you know I know some people just go in and they record it and they say well let's see what we get and if it works yeah. out great. I mean is that kind of what happened or did you plan it out more?
1: Um it was a weird process. So the first album we did in the studio. Yep. And so we get back in the studio to do the second one and it just felt really weird. We're all looking at each other. You know, <laughs> and, and you know when when we're used to, you know, playing in clubs and stuff and we're not looking at each other when we're playing. We're looking at the audience. So the whole scene just kind of felt very um didn't feel very authentic so one of us suggested i think it was uh, the sax player scott angst he said why don't we just do this live it'll feel much more uh natural so i said yeah let's do it yeah and so i said all right where we've been playing a lot um over this you know past year oh the Eastgate. um you know because they had a jam session outdoors and it was kind of covid friendly and everything so you know i knew the owners and they were you know they're great people so we said yeah let's just record it live um at the Eastgate." Um, so that's, that's how it happened. And, uh, weird thing, um, a few weeks before my daughter had a little photo shoot somewhere out in Aurora and the guy who did the photo shoot also happened to do, um, uh, audio. So I said, Oh yeah, by chance, uh, you know, are you free to record? You want to record a jazz album? (laughs) So he shows up with some mics and some, you know, equipment and there it is.
0: Well, it's, you know, it sounds great. I mean, the Eastgate uh, Cafe was a smaller little venue, which obviously helped a lot probably as far as the recording process and everything. But it sounds great and it sounds tight, you know? And so talk a little bit about who are the players on there because I know a lot of people will know a lot of the players that are on there. Yeah,
1: yeah, uh, great lineup. Um, A lot of guys from the first album, Scott Angst on uh, tenor. Um, I I love playing with him. I think I met him like in 2015 at the Gallery Cabaret. Oh yeah. Uh, Leonard Stroud and we play there um on Mondays from time to time. Uh Leonard Stroud. Uh I met him on the South Side. I think it was Jimmy's Woodlawn Tap a number of years back. And I I really love playing with him. Uh Gabriel Dotku, fantastic guitar player. Um, and John Sutton. Oh yeah. Uh, plays all over Chicago. Great, great basses. So yeah, you know, those guys and I we'd been playing for a while and um, I think we had only had, you know, one rehearsal where we just went down some some heads, some melodies and stuff, but the rest of the, um, you know, rehearsal was just um, playing other gigs, Yeah. so we just, that's just kind of the way, you know, we've ended up doing things, I didn't really plan it, you know, like that, but it's just kind of a natural live experience, we don't, we don't really rehearse a lot, we just, um, and I hope we can <laughs> hide that fact on the album, but um, we just get together and play, so. Yeah. We, well we that's did.
0: that's that's sometimes that's the best, you know, medicine. I, I think that a lot of people when they're younger, they should get yeah. together and rehearse a lot. But when you've got really uh you know experienced professionals, first of all, it's pretty difficult to get everybody together and rehearse, you right. know. And um, and then you know, to be able to put something out and have it be tight, it's that interaction stuff that really is kind of the key, you know. So talk a little bit about the recording, talk about what uh, what tunes are on the recording Okay. and I know there's a maybe a standard or two, but also there's some compositions
1: on there that you wrote, I assume. Yeah. So um, the the first album was kind of a standards album. And then, so the next album, I wanted to have a few more originals on there. So uh, the first one's called Sam's dig. It's basically a contrafact, a different melody over the changes of dig, which is basically um, sweet Georgia Brown. Yep. So, uh, I just I wrote a little tune uh, over that. I think I actually wrote it in college. Um, and then the next one is um, a fast blues called Game Set Match because uh, I play tennis. And um, the third one is the title track, Be With Me. And that that was just kind of a, a weird process because I never really charted most of these tunes. Um, it was just kind of a melody that came to me, and it originally came to me in in twelve. Um, but somehow we chopped off a beat and it went down to 11. So it's, it's that odd meter thing. Yeah. And then it goes to five and then it goes back to 11. And then the solos are just over one chord in five. So yeah, it just, it just kind of worked out. You know, I'm not, I don't have a very, as you can tell, probably a formal process for uh, composing. And then the, um, the one after that is one based on Dahoud, Clifford Brown's Dahoud yep. uh, called Who Dat. I just kind of switched the syllables around. And then the the standard "Darn That Dream" the ballad I've always uh, I've always loved playing that one. And then the last one I actually um, charted it out um, in everything in pencil. I don't know if I have a an official one. Scott Scott's the uh, composition guy, so he. Oh, okay. He does, All right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's called Leia. It's just it's just for my daughter Leia, and um, that's that's how we uh, conclude the album. And it's it's uh, also kind of a good uh, tune to conclude a gig with. Mm -hmm. so we do that as well it's a good time to introduce the band you know tell everyone who who they've been listening to
0: yeah so so talk a little bit about okay so you're doing the constellation um on uh, february 16th of course constellation 3111 northwestern avenue constellation-chicago.com we'll link everything up down below so that's going to be the quintet you're playing there it's not necessarily an official release show but You're going to be playing tunes from the recording, I assume.
1: Yeah, we're going to play some tunes from uh, both albums. Um, we're gonna. We've been working on some new stuff, some new standards, um, and uh, we're gonna. We're gonna bring in a, a a guest, a guy we've been working with uh, recently, great trombone player named Josh Torrey. Oh, okay. Uh, plays all over Chicago. He's the kind of guy. He'll play. He'll play anything you put in front of him. Yeah. He's yeah. always jobbing. I, I call him the the big jobber because he's always I'm lucky to get him for a gig because he's always on a job. <laughs> um, but he can play anything weddings, jazz, big bands, small group. Uh so we're very excited to have him. Oh, well, that's cool. And that's
0: a nice little twist to the entire group, right? I yeah, mean, absolutely. You, you know, to to add that in. Also, Constellation is a real unique venue. And it's kind of a, a bigger venue. I mean, you know, what is, that, what is it about? A hundred people, one hundred twenty-five, one hundred thirty people over there. So, I mean, you know, it's a nice little crowd coming in for that, and to hear you guys play live in there, the acoustics are an interesting
1: acoustical vibe in there as well. Have you played there before? I've no, I've, I've uh, never been. So I got to, yeah, it'll be a, a first time thing. I've I've heard stuff that was done live there. Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah, the the acoustics seem good to me. I think. I think Marquis Hill had a release there or something. Yeah. I think that's what I heard. There's um, a lot of a
0: lot of a lot of great groups have been in there, ECM artists and stuff that I've promoted through the show and everything okay. else. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a great venue. So all right, so that's on February 16th at Constellation. Yes. And then February 18th, we'd be remiss if we didn't bring up lay Piano. Mm-hmm. And you play there a couple of times a month. It's almost like you're steady, right? And you're playing with Chad Willett's trio. Correct. Uh, one of the owners, great guy. He does, he's been keeping this thing alive over there since he opened it up a couple of, actually, I think about a year and a half before the pandemic, maybe two years before the pandemic, he got yep. this open. And Le Piano right in Rogers Park, for those of you that don't know, 6970 North Glenwood Avenue in Chicago, Piano com. Talk about that because that's like a regular gig for you, not necessarily with your own group, but you bring right. tunes in, I would assume, and you guys are playing and they're all, you know, it's, that's an intimate interesting
1: intimate room it's a very cool vibe in there yeah very cool vibe great venue and and as you said chad's doing a great job i mean he's he's packing them in there um you know they're also it's also a restaurant so people are eating uh-huh. drinking having a great time um so he, he brings in really good crowds and yeah we just play standards chad just called standards and we you know we we've all been playing with each other for a while so we just kind of all you know know the tunes and we and we do three sets so it's a it's a long, fun evening. <laughs> yeah, I'm hurting the next day, but it's a long, fun evening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a couple of Saturdays a month, yep. and um, I think I'm actually also there on uh, February 5th, uh, subbing for uh, Des Dez He he's a saxophone player. I I split the Saturdays with. Okay, uh, and I'm, I'm there uh, uh, this Sunday as well. So
0: l- let's just loop it back before I let you go here. So of course you got the new recording, "Be With Me" live. Yeah eastgate cafe recorded live there in oak park um it's available on spotify available on sam robinson music.com real fast though i'm always curious since you wrote some of these compositions i mean do you have do you have a a way of starting a composition or does it does a melody hit you or something and then you decide to write something down because you're playing so much you know i don't know if there's a process you go through or if all of a sudden you kind of are, are
1: messing around with something you decide you know what that could be a tune Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. I was kind of thinking about that. Um, Sometimes what happens is I'll notice when I'm soloing that I play some of the same stuff over and over and over again. And it's something I try to do less and less, you know, you know, ideally you want to come up with something new. So I'll turn something that I'm playing over and over again into a tune. So that was kind of how, you know, I I was doing a lot of that with, if you listen to be with me, I do a lot of that. Like when I solo or, or, um, something like sam's dig like some of those little bebop licks no. or something like that sometimes i find if i make a tune out of it it'll kind of take that out of my soloing a little bit so it'll open up some space to for me to you know try to do something uh, uh, original more creative well so and, that- and and playing playing those
0: those uh kind of like the same thing over and over when you're soloing you must be doing it over like the changes to dahood or something like that right yeah. I mean, how you ended up flipping things around and using
1: those chord changes Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Links that I would play over a tune, I'll just write a new tune and call it something else. Yeah. uh, With the same kind of figures, I would play, you know, normally. So, you know, it's a way to kind of increase the vocabulary, maybe. See, I I mean, you know,
0: I'm just a drummer here, but I, I, you know, I'm not. I, I I hear things every once in a while when I'm playing gigs. I'm just joking. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So. so I, I, you know, I mean, I, I, I kid, but talking to a lot of different musicians and hearing their concept about composing, because I mean, I tried composing when I was in college, and I decided that was a bad idea for my okay. sake. And you know, but a lot of people have these processes and, and and do that. But I think that's a great idea because you know, you play. Um, something you know everybody falls into those changes falls into yeah. those lines that they can play over the changes but it's interesting then then you actually thought through it and said you know what what if i just write a tune over these changes and use it and by the way for those of you that are listening and watching this show and don't know a lot of the standards a lot of the bebop tunes especially are same changes yep. different melodies over it so i'm sure a lot of that had to do with them doing exactly what you did with your original compositions
1: yeah, maybe it's you know it's it's proved to be kind of the only technique I have for composing. I didn't study composing, so you know it's I do what I can.
0: Yeah, no, I think I think it's great, man, and I I love the fact that you're recording stuff still and putting it out. And you know, this, is this your second release? I think right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean, you know, and the live recording thing. I told you, I love the live recording feel Thanks. and the energy and all that stuff. So all right, be with me live at Eastgate Cafe. Uh, Sam's going to be February 16th at Constellation, which is right up there on Northwestern Avenue, constellation-chicago.com. And then you can catch him a couple of Saturdays a month over at Let Piano, which is 6970 North Glenwood in Chicago, right there in Rogers Park. Sam, so good to catch up with you. Glad you were on the show, and uh, congratulations, man! You're staying busy, and it's only February. It's only going to get I'm busy trying. when
1: the weather gets warm. I know. Well, thank you so much, Mike, for having me on. It was great. Always great to see you, and uh, I'll see you again soon. I hope. Absolutely. Maybe you'll even see me in person.
0: I might. I love out. it. I might get out there. All I'm right. <laughs> So also, thanks, guys, for everybody for watching the show as usual. As I always say, everything is at ChicagoJazz.com as far as Chicago Jazz information goes. And until next time, hopefully I will see you all somewhere out on the scene.